0: we got the detroit lions taking on the green bay packers both of these two teams are fighting for the final playoff spot in the nfc the green bay packers with a win in this game can clinch that final playoff spot meanwhile for the detroit lions if they want to clinch that seventh seed in the nfc they not only need to win this game but they need the seattle seahawks to either lose or tie with the la rams Or they need the tie with the Packers, the Rams and Seahawks game to end in the tie. And they need the Washington Commanders to beat the Dallas Cowboys if they want to get into the dance. The last time these two teams matched off against each other, week 9, the Lions pulled off the victory 15-9. And that win sparked their turnaround because ever since then, the Detroit Lions have been one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They've been six and two since week nine. Jared Goff has been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL this year. And nobody really is talking about how good Jared Goff has been. Since week nine, Jared Goff has thrown 15 touchdowns and no interceptions. There isn't. Too many quarterbacks right now that are playing as good as football as what Jared Goff is playing right now. The Detroit Lions. This is a team that offensively is explosive. In the passing game, you have Amal Ross St. Brown. You got DJ Chark. We already know how good Jared Goff has been over the last couple of weeks. Not just the last couple of weeks, but for the majority of this season. Then you have two really good running backs, okay, not to mention you have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, so your offense is really balanced. Not only is your offense balanced, but you also don't turn the football over. Now, the problem with the Detroit Lions is that your defense isn't that good. Although this defense has played some pretty good football over the last couple of games, I think the Green Bay Packers are probably the best offense that the Detroit Lions have faced over the last three weeks or so. Now, the problem with the Green Bay Packers is that this offense, although when it's on, it's on with these outstanding rookie wide receivers that they have in Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. But at times, well, most times, they're sloppy, they turn the football over, they have a lot of miscues or miscommunication. For Lions defense that isn't all that great statistically, you may wonder, how do they find ways to get off the field? Well, this is a very optimistic defense they do a really good job at forcing takeaways and getting big stops when it matters the most now their impact players probably are going to be their outstanding rookies you got Aiden Hutchison who has seven and a half sacks he also has three interceptions so he's made some big plays for that Lions defense you also have another outstanding rookie on the At linebacker for the Lions and James Houston, he has eight sacks. Kirby Joseph, their rookie safety out of Illinois, is probably their best defensive back on the roster right now. So this is a defense that although statistically they're not all that great, they are able to get big stops in critical moments of games. And that was a large reason why they were able to beat Green Bay in their first encounter because Green Bay, they had some turnovers in the red zone and green bay pretty much just the same team that they are right now that they were the last time they played the detroit lions the detroit lions are way better football team at this point of the year compared to what they were when they beat green bay week nine however i'm really interested in seeing how detroit's passing attack is going to fare against this passing defense of the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers happen to have the second best pass defense in the NFL. Not only is this pass defense really good, but special teams also has been really good for the Green Bay Packers. And defense and special teams has been carrying the Green Bay Packers for the last four games over their four-game win streak. Now... You wonder for the Detroit Lions. If you're able to get that run game going, how long are you going to be able to keep Aaron Rodgers and company off the field? Because Green Bay's offense, with them struggling to really be efficient at times and being more predicated on the big play sometimes, if you can keep their offense off the field, they won't have a lot of possessions. And Green Bay is the kind of team that If they have limited possessions, they're not going to have a lot of opportunities to win ball games because then you put their offense in a situation where they have to be almost flawless. And when you look at how Green Bay has played this season, they haven't had too many games where they have been flawless on offense. There's always a couple of mistakes here and there with this offense or either it takes this offense a while to get going out the gate. So if the Detroit Lions can get that run game going, which there's no reason why they can't because although Green Bay has outstanding pass defense, their run defense ranks amongst the worst in the NFL. And with DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, there's no reason why the Lions shouldn't be able to have success on the ground, especially with how good that offensive line has played. Now, if the Green Bay Packers can come out and get out to a fast start in this game, and they can get the Lions having to throw the football to win this game, then I think that advantage kind of plays into the hands of the Green Bay Packers because then you get Detroit playing to the strengths of your defense, which is your pass defense. And when teams have been one-dimensional against Green Bay's defense— They struggled. We saw what happened to Minnesota last week. Minnesota got down early. They had a special teams touchdown that they had. Well, they had a special teams miscue, which allowed Green Bay to capitalize off that. Their offense struggled to have success throwing the football against this secondary. Jair clamped up Justin Jefferson. So when teams have been one-dimensional against this Green Bay defense, they struggled. You look at the second half of that Miami Dolphins and Packers game, same thing happened. You saw when Miami got away from the run, they started throwing the football a lot more with Tua. He threw three interceptions, and Green Bay was able to win that game. So for the Detroit Lions, you know, if you're able to get that run game going and you can keep that offense off the field, I think you put Green Bay at a major disadvantage. But if you're Green Bay, If you can get Detroit down early and you can get them abandoning the run game and throwing the football, you like your chances because then you can get them playing into the hands of what your defense does best, which is stopping the pass. The explosiveness of Green Bay's offense worries me. When you look at how Detroit's defense has given up so many big plays this year, although there are some solid players in the secondary, there aren't too many great players in this secondary. Jeff Okuda, he's been up and down. He's had some okay games. He's had some really bad games. You wonder how he's going to fare against these wide receivers. These wide receivers, I definitely don't think you can sleep on them. Yeah, they are inexperienced, and they are kind of still trying to get acclimated, getting timing and chemistry down with Aaron Rodgers, although they are getting a lot better. Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson... Neither one of these guys started out the season playing together at the level that they are right now. They had some injuries that really kept them from being on the field for the majority of this year. So as of late, they've been healthy. They've came together and they have started to kind of figure things out. But it's still not at the level required that you would like to see heading into the postseason. But in terms of when it comes to deciding who's going to win this game. I'm going to take the Lions to win. The reason why I'm going to go with the Lions, although it is really hard to win on the road at Lambeau Field at this time of the year, you just have to go with the team who takes care of the football. Detroit does a really good job of taking care of the football. Meanwhile, you look at the Green Bay Packers, you know, I kind of feel like, The defense and special teams has carried them. Although Detroit doesn't have a good defense, this is a defense that is good at being able to come away with takeaways and getting stops in big moments. And I just don't think that this Packers offense is going to be able to execute in the big moments of this game, which is why I'm going to take the Lions to win this game. Titans versus Jaguars, the winner of this matchup, wins the AFC South division, plus clinches their spot in the postseason. If you're a Jaguars fan listening to this right now, can I get a doo in the comment section? The last time the Jaguars won the AFC South, it was 2017, and we all remember what Jacksonville did in the playoffs that season, going all the way to the AFC Conference Championship game before losing a hard-fought battle to the New England Patriots. The Tennessee Titans are coming into this matchup as a a six-and-a-half-point underdog. Now, we already know that the Tennessee Titans are the last team that anybody should count out. This team has fought through a lot of adversity, plus tons of injuries, and yet they still, coming into Week 18, have an opportunity to make it into the playoffs. I think this season was a testament to to how great of a coach Mike Vrabel truly is. And we already know that Mike Vrabel is one of the best coaches in the NFL. He's proven that over the last couple of years. But I really feel like this season was one of his better coaching jobs. Let's not forget, this is the same Tennessee Titans team that took the Kansas City Chiefs to overtime with Malik Willis at quarterback. Now, you're going to be starting Joshua Dobbs, and you need him to play well. The question is just how well and how consistent is he going to be in this game when it comes to throwing the football? Yes, he played well Thursday night against the Dallas Cowboys, but at the same time, you got to remember. They had recently just signed Joshua Dobbs so the Dallas Cowboys didn't really have too much film on him. As a matter of fact that was his first game ever starting as a quarterback in the NFL. You wonder how the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is going to game plan for Joshua Dobbs and how they're going to try to get him uncomfortable and throw him off rhythm. Now several starters didn't play in their loss against the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to have Derrick Henry, Jeffrey Simmons, and a couple of other impact starters coming back who are expected to play in this matchup. Now, you already know what the game plan is for this Tennessee Titans offense. Is Derrick Henry a bust? If they're going to win this game, Derrick Henry needs to have 30 carries and at least 120 or 130 yards on the ground and maybe two or three touchdowns for Tennessee your offensive line has been really bad this year so you definitely don't want to try to put the ball on the air well in the air you definitely want to try to run the football win up front control time of possession and the best way to do that is by getting Derrick Henry going this offensive line hasn't been that great However, the run blocking has been way better than the pass blocking. For Joshua Dobbs, I think for him, as long as you don't put too much on his plate and don't ask him to do too much, he can come in and keep you in position to potentially win this game in the fourth quarter and that's really what the biggest question is for tennessee in this ball game can they last until the fourth quarter or the jaguars blow them out like how they did last time i don't see jacksonville beating tennessee by a big margin Despite the injuries that Tennessee has suffered this year, this football team is just way too tough and way too scrappy to get blown out in this big of a ball game. I think you definitely will see the Tennessee Titans play probably their best game that they've played all season. The Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, they're trying to win this division for the first time since 2017. This city hasn't tasted success ever since okay the jaguars have been one of the hottest teams in the nfl they're coming into this game winning five out of their last six they've had some really impressive performances at home you remember when they came back against the dallas cowboys a couple of weeks ago that kind of was the game that got everybody talking about the jacksonville jaguars from a national perspective but even before that comeback victory against the dallas cowboys they had another comeback against the baltimore ravens a couple of weeks before that game so this is a jacksonville jaguars team that knows how to win at home plus you have the arrival of trevor lawrence the jacksonville jaguars are trevor lawrence the bust okay this is really similar to the indianapolis colts when andrew luck came into the league his his first couple of years with that franchise. When Andrew Luck was playing some of his best football, the Colts were a really tough team to beat, especially late in the season. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, if Trevor Lawrence plays well, nine times out of ten, you're probably going to win this game. But what impresses me the most about the Jacksonville Jaguars is Even when Trevor Lawrence plays well, it's not just him running the show. He also has a really good supporting cast. You saw what Travis Etienne did last week against the Houston Texans. You see what Zay Jones, Christian Kirk have done all season. Evan Ingram is having a career resurgence. I mean, I can't recall the last time I've seen Evan Ingram be this big of a factor in the offense since his Pro Bowl season with the New York Giants, and even then, that season wasn't all that great. I think it's fair to say that Evan Ingram is probably having the best or the second-best season of his NFL career in Jacksonville. You got Zay Jones. This is an offense that, yes, it's led by Trevor Lawrence, and this team is going to... Their whole performance in this game is going to stem on how their franchise quarterback and Trevor Lawrence plays. If he plays well, they're going to win. If he struggles, this could be a close game and potentially a game that Jacksonville ends up losing. And you wonder how the Jaguars are going to play being in this spot. The Jaguars are a team that... Haven't really played in a lot of meaningful games late in the season over the last decade or two decades or so. So you wonder how a young team is going to handle being in this situation. They also have a defense that's pretty good against the run. For Tennessee, you know what they're going to try to do in this game, run the football. The game plan isn't going to be all that complicated for them. If Jacksonville can shut down Derrick Henry, there's probably a small chance Tennessee wins this game. If you're Jacksonville, although your secondary has been up and down for pretty much the whole entire season, you like your chances of Joshua Dobbs being asked to beat you, having to throw the football to win. He doesn't have a lot of chemistry or good timing with this wide receiving core, not to mention that Tennessee's receiving core hasn't really been all that great this year. So, for Jacksonville, if you can make Tennessee one dimensional and you can force the Titans to beat you with Joshua Dobbs, you feel pretty confident about your chances of winning this game. Yes. If Tennessee can get the run game going, your chances of winning this game still are pretty high, but you definitely don't want to allow the Tennessee Titans to do what they do best. You want to try to find ways to get them uncomfortable, and they definitely don't want to have to win this game throwing the football a lot with Joshua Dobbs, with him not having a lot of time in this offense and this system with these receivers. Now, if Trevor Lawrence struggles, as I said earlier, the Jacksonville Jaguars are probably going to be in for a really tough game. But not just that, but outside of their run defense, their defense hasn't really been all that reliable. They can force turnovers, but playing a team like Tennessee, you know turnovers are something that aren't going to come all that often if you aren't able to get them to throw the football. So if you can stop the run game and you can get Tennessee throwing the football on obvious passing situations with Josh Dobbs, then you're going to have a good chance of being able to come away with a couple of takeaways. But for the Jaguars defense, the run defense and take takeaways are what makes this defense what it is. If they can't get takeaways, they're not going to be able to get too many stops if Tennessee is able to have success running the football in this matchup with Derrick Henry. The team that I'm going to take to win this game, I'm going with the Jaguars, baby. Duval! And yes, I may be a little bit biased because I am from the city of Jacksonville. It's been a while since the city has been this excited for a game of this magnitude I think that it's going to be sold out. It's going to be an incredible atmosphere. I think the Jaguars are going to be able to get it done, even though I do question if they will cover that six and a half. I just feel this is going to be a game that Tennessee treats as their Super Bowl, and they should treat it as their Super Bowl, same way as the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is pretty much a playoff game for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and although... You question how they're going to play in the game like this, not being in this situation before. I think with the Tennessee Titans having Joshua Dobbs at quarterback, I just don't see him having a lot of success consistently against his Jaguars defense. Although this secondary hasn't been great, it's just the fact that he doesn't have that much time with these receivers. So I question when are going to be the opportunities where Joshua Dobbs and these receivers miss on a couple of critical plays down the stretch you know maybe they end up having a missed throw due to poor timing or communication on third down also the Jaguars have the better quarterback and late in the season the teams that have the better quarterback or the better quarterback play are normally the teams who end up winning this game now Trevor Lawrence struggles the Jacksonville Jaguars could end up being in for a dogfight but i think that jacksonville should pull off this win give me the jacks 24 14 Well, 24 20 is my final score prediction in this game like i said i think jacksonville wins this game outright but i do think that tennessee can keep this game close